Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, beautiful. I hope that you are having a wonderful day and that you are finding things to be grateful for on a regular basis. I want to talk today about what your loved ones in heaven want you to know. I have done thousands and thousands of readings over the years, and messages seem to be so similar coming from loved ones who have passed, whether it's our grandparents, our parents, our children, our pets. And so I thought it might be helpful for some of you who are wondering, you know, what would my mom be saying to me? Or what is it that my grandmother wants me to know? First and foremost, your loved ones are completely healed and whole. They are no longer suffering. And they have once again transformed to that amazing, beautiful, illuminated light. That light that is not held down by this human body here. And when I say that, please, I'm not saying that as a negative. It's actually a very beautiful, positive thing. We are here to to experience life in this human form. But your loved ones are no longer suffering. There is no anger. There is no animosity. No more resentment. There is love and only love. I get so many clients who book readings and, you know, want to connect with a particular loved one. Just for example, um, a young lady the other day came in and she wanted to connect with her grandmother who was passed. And she said she prays to her grandmother every day about everything. And her grandmother was the first being who came in, this beautiful love that she held for her granddaughter. You know, even saying things like uh, the boyfriend who she just split from was no good for her. And she even came through cussing. It, it was so funny because I can't remember the exact phrase, but I do remember that the sentence included the word fuck. And she and I was like, oh, my God, well, maybe that's me. I don't know. And she goes, no, that would be my grandmother. That's how she talked. And I just died laughing. <laughs> so as she was telling me that she prays to her grandmother for everything, I said, but do you pray to the angels? And I said, even... Um, uh, let me back up. Mother Mary, Blessed Mother, was even coming forth in her reading. She was the first being that showed up. And she said, no, I don't pray to her or angels. I pray to my grandmother only. And I said, then you are truly missing out on the magic. So as I told her, your grandmother wishes nothing but happiness and joy and love to you. But she can only do so much that God created the angels and the ascended masters who are beings who lived on earth as human. He created this massive team that could help us create magical shit. 
I could see her eyes kind of light up as she listened to me. I had a gentleman come to me one day who was an alcoholic and grew up never being able to make his father happy, was always put down. So when the first thing that came through was that his father was apologizing immensely, like on his hands and knees begging for forgiveness and that he wanted to tell his son how much he loved him and that he never could do it here while he was in human form, this adult man just sobbed at my table as he heard the words from his father that he always longed to hear. And as I'm sure it would be very difficult for him to believe that was his father telling him those words that he never heard once here. As I described the way his father looked, what he was wearing, his hair, which often comes through to me very clearly as a picture or a movie in my head, the man could not doubt that his father was sending this love. I watched that man shift sitting across the table from me from a face that looked sunken, skin that looked weathered, eyes that were tired, a hopelessness with inside. I watched him shift. I mean, I swear, even his skin color changed. He was brighter. He had hope in his eyes. He was smiling at the end. And he heard from many loved ones. It wasn't just his father, but the healing that happened or that can happen in such a short period of time, minutes, just begins the process of miracles. We begin to see life in a different way. We begin to understand things a little differently. I can't count how many clients I've had who've come to me who have lost children. Either children that were able to roam these paths of this world, you know, as two, three, 17 year old, whatever the age, or even lost children in the womb, whether through miscarriage or abortion. The pain that they hold within their heart is something that I used to resonate with. I felt it. I lost two children of my own. I had one miscarriage and I terminated one pregnancy. And to live with that was the biggest pain of all. That I had this story within me that I had murdered someone or I had given someone, you know, I had limited someone. They did not have a chance here because that's what I was raised to believe. So the self-loathing and not allowing myself to forgive myself that plagued me for 20 plus years. I finally decided one day that I had to let that go. That was not serving me. It was making me sick. I could not move on. So I asked the angels to help me heal from that. And I, when I began to forgive myself for that, for having that abortion, I began to connect with my child who had been with me all along. My sweet little angel 
had been trying to guide me and love me from afar. But because I did not love myself, I was missing it all. Now I receive messages from my two children all the time. A boy and a girl. I feel them on walks with me. I can hear their giggles. I see their names everywhere, what I would have called them, the names that I had chosen. They drop feathers for me on the ground. Now I get feathers of all different colors, shapes and sizes. And so they do have different meanings for me. And so my daughter, who guides me from the other side, Grace, that is what I would have named her, she drops a particular feather for me a lot. The son that guides me is a little more shy, and he drops a very um, unusual gifts for me. For instance, um, a blue jay feather that I found the other day, a cardinal feather. I mean, these are feathers I don't find usually that are more difficult to, I guess, find. But as we heal ourselves, our soul, we actually can open up to all of the magic. My children come all the time. I even was on a motorcycle ride with some friends yesterday, and there was one other, there was a bunch of guys that went, my boyfriend and a lot of his friends, and there was one other girl, and her name was Gracie. Now, I've been getting a lot of signs from my daughter from the other side lately, so to have another girl on the ride named Gracie just made me giggle to myself. Our children love us unconditionally, and all they want from us or for us is to forgive ourselves for things that we thought or think that we have done. They want us to step into joy and laughter, and they want us to be open to all of the magical ways that they can show up, the little gifts that they can send us, the little God winks, as I like to call them. I often have people come for me, uh, to me for readings who have lost loved ones tragically, whether a, a car accident or an accident of any sort. I've had people come who have lost loved ones to murder. Some have been shot, some strangled. Some have had horrible, horrible things happen to them before their passing. And Archangel Michael almost always comes through letting that family know that he held their loved one in his hands removed their soul during the act, relieved them of fear, and that he whisked them away. Archangel Michael always comes through with things that would only make sense for that family, like details of the, of the event or whatever happened. And Archangel Michael always says, I was there and I took care of your loved one. Your loved ones are singing and dancing. There are parties every day, 24-7 there. Some are laying on the green grassy hills, just watching everyone. 
some loved ones continue their quote unquote job that they had here on earth. So I've seen departed souls leading the choirs and it's oftentimes people that were uh, choir directors or leading children's choirs here. I see grandmothers watching over little children. I see fathers taking care of little children who have departed there, getting them right like they would have been their grandparent. So let me just make, that doesn't make sense, I think, the way that I said that, so let me clarify. A lot of people who I get readings, who get readings uh, might hear from their children who are still to come, and I will see them on the laps of their grandparents who have already passed. So for instance, Sylvia, a girl, a woman that I did a reading for, I saw her little boy who is yet to come sitting on Sylvia's father's lap in heaven. Her father had died while in Afghanistan. And I said, your little boy is, already knows your father before he even comes here. That brought tears of joy to her, to her eyes because she always strained over that, that her little boy or her children would not know her father, yet they do. There is no suffering. Everything is beautiful. Everything is healed. And your loved ones are just sending so much love to you. They want to remind you that it's life is to be lived. Do more of that, whatever lights your soul up, what brings you happiness and joy, whether it's music, dancing, coloring, painting, making snow angels, laying out in the grass and cloud watching, blowing bubbles out of your sunroof at a stoplight, mentoring, guiding others, teaching children, whatever it is, do more of that. That's what your loved ones want to tell you. All is forgiven, all is forgotten. There is love and only love. So please take this message today. And if there's anything that you have been holding on to, any guilt, any sorrow, anger, doubt, fear, let it go today. It's time to let that shit go once and for all. It's time to step into joy. It's time to do more of what you love to do. And it's time to start showing up in the world healed and whole. It's time to be you. Embrace the light within, my friend. I love you so much. I hope that you can feel the love being blasted down to you right at this very moment from all of your beings of light, all of your loved ones, angels, and guides. Take it in. You are so loved. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free. <laughs>